Hello, 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 and good evening, or morning, or whatever it happens to be in your neck of the woods uh, when you're listening to this. And who knows, maybe you want to listen to this in the morning and in the evening and in the uh, midnight, and who knows? You know, like everybody's different. So I'm not going to make judgment calls on when you want to listen to the podcast or how many times you want to listen to it. In fact, I think everyone should listen to it multiple times, but I'm a little bit biased right there because I think I'm pretty awesome. And hopefully other people do too. Uh, anyway, this is Victoria. If you haven't figured that one out yet, it's Victoria with Hope Service Dogs. See, you thought I was going to say Dream Dogs, but I told you last week that it's now Hope Service Dogs. Um, I mean, we still have Dream Dogs, yeah, but you know, our goal this year is to grow hope. Uh, and then to do that, we have two exciting things to announce this year. And one is our public access test. Well, not this year, this week. And the other one is our apprenticeship program. I have been getting so many emails this week about the apprentice program that uh, we, you know, we need to go into detail about those two things this week. And um, I want to fill you in on my doctor's appointment. So if you've listened to us for a while now, you know that... I'm in my early 40s, and I was diagnosed when I was 19 uh, with neurocardiogenic syncope, which is a mouthful. Now, I want to take you back in time to the, hmm, let's see, mid-90s. I'm a bicentennial baby. So mid-90s, 1995, I believe it would have been AOL dial-up CDs came in the mail every single day, offering you like 50 free hours. And the internet was dial-up and life was hard. There was no Facebook and there was no YouTube and Google wasn't even a search engine. You had to use the AOL search engine. It was very difficult times for all of us who, who live there. Now, one nice thing is we were always we were online as soon as you can get online. Like my dad made sure that we were up with the techie stuff because he was not only a computer geek, he was like Lord of the computer geeks. And we, uh, he repaired computers. It's what he did. I mean, he repaired the big giant computers, but anyway, moving back. So, so, you know, we always had it and trying to find information on it was so difficult. Uh, and I saw a cardiologist and he put me on Norpace to help. Well, Norpace didn't do the whole job actually to go into the hospital for three days uh, to be monitored. I think it was three days um, while I was in college to be monitored for getting started with the Norpace. Because <laughs> it could screw up your heart. But that wasn't enough because when they did the tilt table test after, I was just about passing out during it still, but I was fighting it off. So they put me on Zoloft and then later on they switched it to Paxil. So <laughs> imagine at 19, 20 years ago, plus um, telling you, you're, you know, another doctor or telling somebody that you're on Norpace and Paxil. Oh, do you have depression? No. And if I did, there wouldn't be anything wrong with that. But no, um, I don't have depression. It's for my heart. Really? Uh, yeah. No, I know it's the depression meds because like I see the commercials for it and like, I'm sorry you have depression, but like, no, what, what, what's this made up word that you say you have? So, uh, yeah, it was difficult. It was a weird time. Um, it's so much better now, you know, in the last few years, I've been getting so many, um, POTS and dysautonomia clients coming in 
And it's so funny because I'm like, oh, they're, you know, are they still telling you guys that you're going to outgrow it? Because you are probably not going to be outgrowing it. They tried that one with me. Um, there was also a wave of time where people were getting pacemakers put in um, to help with, with that. And then it turns out the pacemakers weren't doing the good that they thought that they were going to be doing. So then you have all these people with pacemakers who didn't really need to be having pacemakers. Urgh. You know, it was, it's been a, a long, crazy journey, right? Like it really has been. Um, and all that is to get to, I am seeing an amazing doc in Clearwater. His name is Dr. Trevino. I found him online because I decided last, I want to say August, to see what the news was on neurocardiogenic syncope, which is like POTS and which is underneath the dysautonomia umbrella. And I've got both, I've got POTS in. So talked to, or found Dr. Trevino is the one who like everybody recommends to go see in Florida. So I saw him in September, October, and then I think like November, and then, or I don't know. Yeah, I think September, October, and then just now in January. Doesn't really matter. Here's what's going on. Is I'm still wonky. Um, I can't tolerate walking, which is why I have the electric wheelchair. But still, I should be able to walk through Kohl's looking for things to send my, spend my Kohl's cash on without, you know, being bad for a week plus afterwards. So we talked about it. We're going to adjust my meds. Um he kept asking if any of my family members have the Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which they don't. I even checked with my mom after we got off the phone and she's like, nope. Um, I did mention because if you guys remember last year around this time, I had seen the cancer hoo-ha doctor and we had done the DNC like a year ago in September and did a pap smear in January and they couldn't find any trace of the precancerous cells in January, which was a year ago now. So we had put off the hysterectomy because I really don't want to have one done. And I asked him because my mom's been bugging me that I have to go, go see him again and get it done. And even though you get older, you always have to listen to your mom. So I asked him about that. So I asked Dr. Trevino about um, getting a hysterectomy uh, because I do a PCOS as well. I'm just like, a big pot of fun, aren't I? Uh, and he said that with the EDS, um, none of the canes will work. The lidocaine, the novocaine, none of those will work. It's impossible to numb me. It's just going to be super fun. Uh, and I, you know, I don't do anesthesia well with the dentist. This last time I had to have a root canal was super fun trying to, I went in there four different times and they tried numbing me and nothing was working. He'd come back and he's like, is it, is it ready? And I'm like, no, it's not ready. I feel that. You can't feel that. I shot you up with like enough to trank a horse. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I still feel it. So he said, with surgery, I will recover slower. I will bleed more and I will have a hard time doing it. Like how terrible is that, right? So he started me on metformin for the PCOS. Um, he also said, I can't go gluten light. He said, gluten light is not a thing. and I have to go gluten free, period, end of story. Which is hard for a carb loving Italian to say, okay, we'll go gluten-free. So Rich and I went to Walmart yesterday and I raided Walmart shelves and I grabbed everything I could that looked decent that was gluten-free to try. And so far, some of it's not terrible. What blows me away is that Udi's frozen pizza was not great, 
But whenever I get Udi's from Pizza Hut, it's really good. So I don't know. I have to look and see more what, what I'm doing wrong or what I'm ordering wrong. Uh, he added the metformin and he added, what else did he add? Something else for me. Um, oh, he said my heart rate was way too high. Um, luckily, my Apple Watch tracks everything. And my pulse had gone from 38 to 155 within a few minutes. And he says, that's way too much. And usually it goes from like 65 to 165 during the day. And he said, no, 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 no. So we are starting a beta blocker. So I went from over the summer, I was on no meds. Now you want to see my medicine routine? Now how many times I have to take it? I have, I go through this every day. I do two, four times a day, which equals the eight. And you have to put those in a liquid and drink it because you're not supposed to have them um, normal. You have to um, dilute it, must be diluted. Okay, so I have that. I have salt, buffered salt tabs. I have to have at least one of those a day. Um, this is fake pepsin. <laughs> I have to have two of these a day. This is monolucast sodium. I have to have one of these a day. Yeah. This is midodrine, mitodrine. Um, I have to have three of these a day. So this is a um, three-month supply, three of these a day. These are the two new ones. This is propanolol, one twice a day on an empty stomach. And this is the metformin one twice a day with a meal. Really? And then I also have um, some liquid IV and some Nun tablets. The liquid IV is on its way and the Nun tablets I need to order. And then uh, Karen was telling me in order to properly process the electrolytes, I need magnesium, vitamin D3, and B complex. So yeah, I have a little pile of medicine going. <laughs> But if it helps, then it's worth it. Uh, super fun, right? I told you it's going to be a super fun episode. So that's the update on me and everything that's going on medicine-wise. Um, I did tell him sitting here at the desk because I had had uh, we had done a video call uh, with him, and then we uh, yeah had a video call with a client, and then I talked to Dr. Trevino um, with a video call. And I said, I just want to, like, my bed's calling my name. I need to put my feet up and not have them down. So even just sitting at a desk with my feet down like a normal person would sit at a desk, this is really bothering me, which is a lot of times why we have to cut our session short uh, because I just can't, you know, I just can't anymore. Christina says I'm on a lot of the same things as, as she is. Isn't that super fun? You know, and that's, you know, so now as these containers run out, I'll leave a little bit in there. Um, I also have... So look, I made this. It's a little bag with a zippy and a handle on it. And I have a bunch of bags like this. I love this for teaching the dogs to retrieve. Uh, so now we need to really up our game with getting my meds because I need them. Uh, and that's a great task for them to learn. So yeah, uh, I wanted to talk to you though about our public access test. And I wanted to talk about our apprenticeship program. So I'm pulling up information on the public access test. So we can talk about that. Um, and the midrogen I just took before this, and it ah, it makes my hair stand up like somebody's walking across your grave and they're not. It just kind of feels like it. Super fun. Uh, a public access test. 
we always recommend that a service dog team takes the public access test in order to document where they are at this day at this time in their training so we can see what they need to work on and for years we've had ours and we tweak it here and there you know every now and then maybe at least once a year or so i get into a google searchathon and i look and see what public access tests i can find and as i look at them i see how they compare with the one i'm using and if this is what i want to have if this is what i want to use uh, and why i would want to use it and maybe they have something that i didn't have or maybe they have it written in a way that makes it clearer so we've always tweaked our public access test so if you've taken a public access test with us in the past that's fine but we have something better we have something better and we actually um you know took from a few other places the stuff that we liked we got rid of the stuff we don't like um and we we came up with this uh what it is is you can you can um, become an evaluator for hope service dogs public access test um similar to the akc canine good citizen you need to have a couple years experience uh working with dogs and their owners uh and you know, you you read up about it. We have information about it, and you uh, read up about it. Take a little quiz, and you can you can get it. So if you're interested in that, um, more for professional trainers, people in the service dog world who aren't professional trainers too, um, let me know, and I can send you the information on that. Um, we also have a new website for Hope. It should go live, I'm hoping, on Thursday. This is Tuesday, so we're looking about two days of waiting. And uh, a lot of this information will be up there as well, which is really great. Uh, and it's going to look amazing. So we'll talk about that more next week and walk you guys through the new website next week, not today. Uh, anyway, so great thing with this new public access test is it includes the tasks trained. Uh, I don't need to see it. You just need to write it down so you don't have to have a seizure or let your blood sugar get down to 30 in order to show me that, you know, your dog knows it. Uh, it's broken down into three different locations. And each location, um, one should be a grocery store. The other one should be a restaurant. And the third one is dealer's choice. But we need three different locations. Now, does that mean if you go into a walmart that has a subway in it and food that you're good like really just take the dog somewhere else too guys uh it includes i have a um it's a 17 page test how about we just start with that it's a 17 page test um, but the nice thing is it's a yes no and it walks you through in roughly the order that should happen so you're not flipping around in all different pages trying to figure out where you are and what your dog still needs to do Okay, so you can go through it, you date it, you put down the location, uh, control to unload out of vehicle, approach the building, enter through a doorway, heel through the building, uh, sit down, stand back up, stay, a six foot recall on lead, noise distraction, public bathroom, off lead, working around people, controlled exits, 15 foot recall on lead outside, controlled load into vehicle, and then talk about the team relationship. Well, that's a lot of stuff. Yes, I know, isn't it? Um, for example, let's see here. 
go back up here. So entry through a doorway. So there's yes, no questions. The dog entered with the handler in a controlled manner. Yes or no. The dog did not wander off or solicit attention from the public. Yes or no. The dog walked calmly and did not pull against the lead or try to push its way past the handler. Yes or no. Now, one of the great things about our public access test is I don't care what tools you use. However, you cannot use food lore or food in it. You can reward your dog afterwards in the car, um, but I don't want them using food lures or having to reward the dog. I don't do a lot of food, <coughs> excuse me. I don't do a lot of food um, treating during work in uh, food areas like restaurants and groceries once the dogs hit a certain age and behavior. Um, I don't like to see that because it, you know, you tell the dog, don't eat this beef over here. Here's a crappy little treat that you're allowed to eat. The dog's like, dude, no, I want the steak. I want the Philip Mignon, and that's what I want to have. And you're saying, no, have this kibble. It's super good. And the dog's going to be like, no, if I can eat in here, that's what I choose to eat. So we also have an area on inappropriate conduct, that it's an automatic failure if you answer yes to any of these. And that includes things like um, displaying fearful behavior, eating things off the ground, I told you. Uh, inappropriate elimination. That I just like pees inside. It's an automatic failure. Uh, and then scoring. So you have to get 100% to pass. It's a hard test. Um, I don't want to make it easy. I don't want to make it something that's just a give me. Uh, I want to see where the dogs have sticky points that need to be worked on. And I want the dog to be able to do it and to be a benefit, uh, a pleasure to have out in public, okay? So that's the rest, the grocery store. The restaurant includes, the dog did not beg, the handler did not offer food or water to the dog or accept any from the establishment. The dog ignored food or crumbs on the floor, you know, that type of stuff. And you have to score that one. And then the final one is the, the third location. And it is, includes things like, do, 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 do. some of it's the same. So I still want them to back up. I still want them to sit down and stand. Uh, noise distraction. We do that here. And the dog can startle but should recover within 10 seconds. Uh, elevator, if handler uses elevators, escalators, stairways, train, subway, monorail, if the handler uses those. Now say you go someplace and there is no train and you, that's where you chose for your third one, that's fine. You don't need to do a train. But if the handler uses them, you know, like you can include it if you want to. And here, guys, this is where testing the dog at Disney or Universal really comes in handy. You know, a bus or shuttle, yeah, a ferry boat. Epcot has ferry boats. So does Universal. Working around people, controlled exit. So we have all of this. And then you put it all together. Which areas did they pass? Um, did they pass the restaurant? Did they pass the grocery store? Did they pass this third one? And then which areas do they need help? Because we want to ensure if Hope's name is going to be on these dogs, you know, they, they need to be top notch. Uh, the other thing too is this isn't a means of certification at all. We're not certifying dogs in for public access. It is for your records to see how the dog behaved on this day and what needs to be worked on. Okay. Uh, here we go. Comments, please send info. You guys need to message me because I'm not going to go back through the comments afterwards and send. Um, so just if you want to message me, you can do that now. You can do that through Dream Dogs, which are my personal, or you can text me or you can email me and tell me what you need. 
Uh, and Michelle says here, this makes the handler accountable for how the dog behaves. And I think that's great, right? That's, that's what I wanted too. So here's why we do our, we were doing our public access tests, but we we're also a little bit cautious about doing dogs who we hadn't trained and weren't sure because I don't want, well, the dog bit somebody on a plane, but see the dog passed dream dogs, public access test. So let's sue dream dogs. I don't want that at all. That would be very, very bad or bad. Uh, and we're in such a litigious society, a sue heavy society, that that's always a, a worry. It really is. Uh, so we put it exactly as Michelle said, we put it on the handler because we want to make sure that it's all good, right? And we've had it before, like this is how ours has always been. Well, not for always, but for the longest time with the yes and no, because I find that for my brain is easier to go through and yes and no on things instead of having a bunch that you have to kind of make notes on the side and, you know, are the answers supposed to be yes? Are they supposed to be no? Is the answers to even supposed to be yes and odd supposed to be no? Who knows? Uh, Sue said, I should listen later. She's going out now. She used a hands-free leash with Sam at Lowe's today, and he blew them away. Rich was at Lowe's today, too. He was um, picking up stuff. We're getting ready. We have our service dog school the end of February here. So we're working on getting everything taken care of. So the house is in tip-top shape, and that includes cleaning out the carport. Uh, get in, which means to clean out the carport, we need to clean out the, the couple sheds that we have over there. So we have room to put the stuff from the carport into the sheds. It's just a big thing. Um, Blake said it sounds like a solid test and hers is similar. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, it's like I said, it's very similar to what ours was. It's just, now it's three locations, which I really like. Um, Claire, it is totally different from the one in the book. We just came up and finalized it. Uh, Karen and I were working on it in Missouri in November. And, uh, and it's through hope. So, so we were debating how we wanted to do it and it's going to be used hopefully as a bit of a fundraiser for hope. If people want to become, um, certified evaluators, that all goes to hope. And as people do the test, um, depending on who it is, uh, cause we can do long distance public access tests now, which is really nice. What we do is we give it to you. We say, here it is. And, have somebody videotape, go through all of these, and then we go through and we score it afterwards. So you can go through and mock score, but we'll officially do it for you. Um, or any of the, um, the you know, our official public access test evaluators, okay? Um, but it's, a, it's really neat. Like I said, it can be a little bit daunting if you look at it, but it goes through quickly because it's yes and no questions the whole way down. Um, I have a certain, we need to have, for business, right, we need to have the marketing um set okay and like this is how it goes and so we want like the same look to things we want the same colors to things um here i just put up our old one and our old one included this so you're going to find out that they're very similar right control to unload out of vehicle approach the building enter through a doorway heel through the doorway or heel through the building um six foot recall on lead sits on command three different times downs on command three different times a noise distraction a restaurant public bathroom an elevator bonus off lead which we actually I, I don't know how much we left that in there um dog taken by another person a controlled exit controlled load into vehicle and team relationship that was the old one and that i have here from 2014 so i think that was whenever we updated that and then we go and tweak it and that you needed to get 80% right 
Um, so yeah, that's is the new one online. It will be if you go to hopeservicedogs.org. Um, it's the old website, I believe. Let me pull it up and make sure it's still the old website. Uh, we are in the process of redoing it. Um, actually, Larissa is one of our board members. She's secretary of Hope. And uh, she redid the entire thing, which was pretty awesome. If you want to see what it looks like and you're sitting on your computer, leave this browser open so you can hear me. And go to hopeservicedogs.squarespace, all one word, dot um, com. Hopeservicedogs.squarespace.com. And you can see what it looks like. It looks really good for Hope. It's a new website. Um, and there's a, a one on public access test. So if you click on the public access test, uh, we talk about it here. Oh, excuse me. If you want to become an evaluator, if you want to test your dog, and you can come to Central Florida for it. And if you want to test your dog and you cannot come to Central Florida for it, and we actually have a form on there that you can fill out and submit to me with information. So we've got it going. Uh, Michelle says, I like that idea of being able to do it through video. And the nice thing too, Michelle, with it is you can upload it to YouTube, keep it private. If you want to just send me the link, you don't have to send me a giant video file. So I like that a lot too. Um, it works out really nicely. Uh, and as Deb says, yes, most definitely. It may have some mistakes, the website and the public access test. We're still working on it. Um, can, you, can we videotape the animal taking the test? Um, as Jackie, I would appreciate it if you had somebody else do it, because if you're trying to, to videotape the dog and do the test, it's too much um, for people to deal with. So just get a friend to videotape, you know, focus on the dog. I want you as well. Um, you know, I want to be able to hear what you're saying, but it's, it's nice to be able to do, uh, to have somebody else do it. And whoever's videotaping it, if you want them to have the the test itself, and you can say, step one, unload out of vehicle. This is how we do it, honestly, whenever Rich does it. Unload out of vehicle, and then um, the dog waits politely inside while the handler gets out of the car. Did he do that? Yes, check off, yes. Step two, and I'm making it up, I don't have it in front of me anymore. Step two, um, the dog exited the vehicle and didn't run around and act like an idiot. The dog was, did that? Correct. Um, so, so that's really, really awesome. Uh, and so, like I said, you can have somebody else videotape it. We are not looking for a um, Academy Award winning video. Uh, we want to see it. Now, if I can't hear anything, if I can't see anything, if you're doing one of these while I'm trying to watch it and I'm getting car sick, that's not going to happen. Uh, Jennifer said, that's awesome. So I can keep track of progress with my service dog and training until we're ready for the real test. Exactly. And if you want to do the public access test 10 times, you can do the public access test 10 times. It's, you know, unless the dog like mauls somebody, <laughs> which is like maybe an automatic failure, never test this dog again. Uh, you know, you should be fine. I mean, you do have to pay. There will be a fee for it. Um, and again, all the money's gonna go to help hope, you know, if you do it through uh, Karen or me or Rich. Um, you know, we wanna do that and the first eval for a public access test is included uh, with our service dog programs. So I like that as well. It's something bonus that we can add to it. Uh, we also get people who want us to evaluate their dog as a service dog, but they're not one of our clients and I hate doing that. Uh, because like I said, I like to know the people. Well, now I have the public access test. It's big, it's official. 
it's this much. And if you want to do it, we can do it. Uh, because then I know that it's going to help hope and going to feed those three beautiful golden retrievers who are coming to, to us in about three weeks and we need to get money for them. So, <laughs> so let's do that. Um, so that is our public access test. I do not have a video for it up yet. Um, Karen and I were talking about it. We want to do a video just on that, but we have so much stuff going on with the, uh, service dog school coming up that this is not going to get done before then. So here's my challenge to y'all. If y'all do such an amazing video that we look at it and you pass everything and the video is so amazing and you go in there and you say, control download out of vehicle, da -da 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 -da, and you make it an amazing video, we will use that video for our public access test because I'd love to put a video up on the website. And that could be your dog if, if you do it and you do it well um, and you videotape it and you edit it and you send it to us and you authorize us that we can use it and it's flipping amazing. I will not charge you to evaluate you and I will put it up on the website for all to see how amazing your dog is, okay? Is public, act, Claire asked, is public access test laws specific to particular states or what? I'm in Georgia, but on the border of South Carolina and they are much easier laws. That is a great question, Claire. So public access test laws, there are none. This is an absolutely voluntary test to take with your dog. Um, because um, I can do that link to public access test and email out. Uh, because I want you to know, I want my people, I want them to go above and beyond. I do not want my people to have bad, out of control, obnoxious dogs. So that's why we log hours. Do you legally have to log hours? No. Legally, does it say that you need to have 120 hours or 240 hours or 60 hours of public access and 60 hours of being in public, but not in restaurants? No. Okay, what we're doing is we're trying to set the standard and set the bar. And we were debating, do we want to give out our public access test so people like, let's see, who was it that mentioned it? Jennifer, who said she can keep track of the progress with her service dog and training until we're ready for the real test. So do we want to, um, do we want to keep it a secret and say, if you want the real public access test that we do, you have to pay me for it. It's going to get out sooner or later. And I would rather be the one to go out there and say, this is our public access test. This is it. And if you want it official, because the canine good citizen test, you guys have heard of that. You know, there's 10 steps to it. Anyone can get on there and read what they are. You can go out there and videotape your dog doing it, but it's not official until you get your public, your, you know, your thing through an official CGC evaluator. So same thing's going to be true with the public access test from hope is, you know, you can do, you can see where your dog is, but if you want an official, you have to go through an evaluator for it. Uh, Cara asked if I could put in a link in Friday's email. So yeah, that's, um, that's what I had to write down. So I want to forget it. And Jennifer said, no mauling. She's only five months. So her issues would be the long stays and leaving the restaurant food on the floor alone. I assume as we have not gone into restaurants. Yes. And also the consistency. Yeah. Jennifer, and, and, uh, you know, and it happens. And as you do it, you can see, like I said, I like it because you can see where the sticky spots are. That's what I call them. The sticky parts or the sticky spots in the training. You know, does she have a problem with this? And sometimes you're going to be surprised and you're going to think, I know this is going to be a problem. And she'll breeze through it and something else that is so easy and she can't do it. 
And you're like, what the heck? Like, this is supposed to be the easy one. Um, Nicole says, cool, I should do this with Doc and Rio Most. Definitely, girl. And uh, like I said, if you do it good, you could be the one up on the website. And I don't care if it's the same dog or, or two different dogs. If you do half of it with Doc, half of it with Rio and put it together, I'm fine with that too. Uh, Michelle says, I hope my fundraiser gets a bit more traction so you have more money to help out. Thank you, Michelle. And I love that you did that. So what Michelle did is she went on Facebook and for her birthday, she did a fundraiser to benefit Hope. And a few of you guys have done that. And I really appreciate it um, because every everything helps, guys. Everything helps. And we're going to be able to help so many people. I, I talked to a few people this week. And I don't want to give out details because they're not my details to give out. And so many of them. There was one in particular that really touched my heart. And I really, really want to be able to help. But like I said, we're, we're out of funds right now. And it's for a little girl who is in young elementary school, you know, beginning elementary school age. And um, she's having some severe depression at that age. And I want to be able to help her. I want to be able to help her mom. I want to be able to help her. Um, and like I said, I don't want to get into any more details than that, but know that people really need help and we can help them. Um, we also, uh, hi Jane and Jennifer says it's like studying for your degree and actually getting your degree. Exactly. Jennifer. So like I said, we, we are, I do have to update the public access test, um, on the website so you can download it, download the public access test that we have. You know, it's, it's amazing. It's fantastic. This is years of training, years of doing public access tests with dogs, years of working service dogs. This is what a service dog needs to have 100% in order to pass. Um, but yeah, apprenticeship program. So we have our apprenticeship program. And I've been getting so many emails about it, which is great. Um, so there's some things I need to know. I need to know what your expectations are. I need to know what your time commitment is. And I need to know what your training style is because I use every, pretty much every tool out there. And I, I don't have the time to try to convince you that my way is the right way because I know my way is the right way. And if you pay attention to what we're doing, if you want to learn, I'm, I'm happy to help. Um, there is a charge for most of it. If you're a professional or if you're trying to get into it, um, you pay with money, you pay with time. You get a choice. So we have a new uh, new girl who started helping out. Um, she's a local. So she is going to be able to help out a lot more. So she's going to pay with her time. And we're not charging her anything to be a part of it, of course, um, because it is an apprenticeship program. Uh, our goal is so she can help work service dogs and she can work pet dogs. And then if she'd want to start her own or if she'd want to work for us, either way would work. Um, you know, she came out for group class. So some of you met her on Saturday. She came out today. She came out yesterday. She's coming out tomorrow. Uh, she's already, she started handling dogs yesterday. She's very good. I'm very excited. I'm very pleased to get to work with her. Um, we've had some, some other people who have contacted us who are, for example, professional trainers who want to learn more about it. Well, there will be a, a cost for that. And, you know, if they can come down for a week, if they can come down for 10 days, if they can come down for three days, you know, there will be a donation to Hope Service Dogs to pay for that. And why did I choose, again, Hope Service Dogs for the apprentice program and Hope Service Dogs for the public access test is because they go along with the mission of Hope Service Dogs, which is education and support. 
Um, Dream Dogs, yes, it can go with that. However, Dream Dogs is an LLC. It is a for-profit and Hope is a nonprofit. So we figured that aligned more with Hope's goals um, than and what we could do with that and spread the word more so than Dream Dogs. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so we have our apprenticeship program. If you're interested again, check out hopeservicedogs.org. It is a, I don't want to say it's a very loose, um, program, but it kind of is, uh, it's very flexible. It is able to be tweaked and tweaked, uh, to where you need it to be tweaked and tweaked. Uh, if you can do a week, great. If you could do a month, Super. If you can do a year, <laughs> if you can do every day and just kind of see what happens, if you can do three days a week, uh, you know, it all depends on, on what, how motivated you are. Okay. Just like me, Popo, I can motivate the dog, but it's best if the dog motivation from the, for the dog comes from within the dog, not from an outside source. If I only get motivated, if my dog only gets motivated when I whip a ball in front of his face, I mean, you can train in that state, but I want to be able to train the dog anytime, anywhere, even if I don't happen to whip a ball in front of his face. Claire says, it sounds neat. She loves apprenticeship programs, right? Uh, I'm super excited. <laughs> Cara says, we can let her work pandemonium and we'll find out if she's serious. Uh, hey, you can come and bring Panda to group class. We have some stuff that I know she would love. We've been setting up... Uh, I'm having brain fog, proprioception course. So it's like going through the ladder, going over a wobble board. Uh, you know, it's stuff that I think Panda would really have fun with. Um, the dogs all seem to really enjoy it. Uh, we did that on Saturday and Autumn was able to bring out every dog that we had. And we have had a couple boarding dogs and then we had a number of, of uh, service dogs in as well. And so she was able to take them all through the course and just see the change from, you know, trying it once to trying it a second, trying it a third time. You know, they all loved it. And then they all slept really nicely the rest of the day because they were just mentally done. Um, but it, it does. It just really benefits all the way across the board there, which is so super in uh, seeing that. And one of our other goals, which I didn't post on here, is... Mm, for hope, I would like to, by the end of this year, by the end of 2020, uh, to be able to have some of our clients who come every week who maybe don't live close by, maybe they're driving an hour, maybe they're driving a half hour, maybe they're driving two plus hours to come see us. I would like them to be able to be setting up these group classes. So we could put together kind of a group class kit and it wouldn't be for dogs with behavior issues. It would just be for the service dogs through hope again. And we could have, how cool would this be, right? Have hope group classes set up all around the state of Florida that if you're in Ocala, you go to Jane. If you're in Gainesville, you go to Karen and you can come to Jane's and you can come to mine because they're close enough driving distance. You know, if you're in Tampa, go to Larissa. If you're in Daytona area, you go to Taplin. You know, like, so we can have these set up and then they can grow from there as well. And I'm just so, so, so psyched about it. Um, and the people who have been coming to group, the people who are doing amazing, especially the people with the service dogs, it's something that we can, I think, really build on to help hope. And even if, somebody has a fully trained service dog, if they want to do the group class through hope in order to refresh their skills, 
you know, they can to keep up with, with what it is they can, you know. Um, Rebecca said she just got the live notification. I'm sorry that, yeah, we went live at 5.30 and it's now 6.10. Um, Jane says, yes, yes. So Jane's going to be our Ocala one. Uh, Rebecca said, what about the video group classes? Yeah, I need to. I'm actually going to write that down. I want to video the group classes. And I always say that I need to get a table set up. I either need to have somebody manning it and just swiping it around and showing as we're doing it. I need to have somebody in charge of videographing. And we do have some people who come with, with uh, bring a friend type of thing. It would be great if one of the big bring a friends could be the videographer. Um, if not, we're going to need to set up a tripod, but I think a lot's going to get lost. So Rebecca, if you have any suggestions for it, let me know. Because our group classes are different. They're unique. They're one of a kind, which is what unique kind of means. Um, but if you can think of something, now I have something called a thing is called a PIVO, P-I-V-O, and it's supposed to go and like follow you so you can do the hands-free stuff. So I do need to just get that out and check that out and see how it goes. And if it goes great, then we got it. You know, we know what we're doing. But what I don't want to have happen is I'm teaching and it turns out it was like videoing the tree the whole time and you missed everything. Uh, and I might be able to talk Luke into videoing it because um, he's done that for me a few times before. So uh, Jennifer says that'd be amazing. And she's all the way in Bradenton. And so Jennifer, if you start coming out for group classes, uh, you can stay for the semi-privates afterwards, and then you can become the Bradenton one. It will take a time. I'm not saying like it'll happen immediately. You know, come for one of them and you can be a HOPE group trainer. That's not how it goes. Um, but if you train in the system, if your dog's doing well, if you're doing well, if your dog, if someone looks at your dog and they're like, holy cow, your dog is the best dog ever. And not just because, you know, it was your mom saying it because she loves her grand dog. Uh, Jackie asked, can she work afternoons? Yes. Yeah, yeah, just message me and, and um, we can get things figured out, Jackie. Let me know what your schedule is, what you'd like to do, what you'd like to get out of it uh, as well. Because I think that's a big thing. It's not what all you can do for me. It's, it's how we can help you out as well. Do you want to get better with clicker training? Do you want to get better at training tasks and learning how to break them down? Do you just want to get hands on with multiple dogs and just kind of see what happens with them? Is your end goal to be a dog trainer? Is your end goal to be a service dog trainer? Is your end goal just to help people out? Um, is your end goal to do some group classes in the villages? You know, I don't know. Uh, Rebecca says, I know Skype has a group option, so multiple people could participate from you doing one recording. I was thinking, Rebecca, doing like a Facebook Live type of thing. So it would be like this, um, but through Facebook Live. I'm currently using BeLive um, Studio, but I only have 14 days left on this, and then I'd have to renew for another year. Uh, use a Bluetooth speaker so we could hear and could verbally participate as well. That might work. Bluetooth speaker. I'm trying to think if I have one. I have a Yeti mic but that's not something I'm going to be carrying around. I do have a Britney Spears mic set um, from whenever we had the training center. I need to get that charged anyway. Why do I call it Britney Spears? Because I'm aging myself. Britney Spears mic and the Pivo. So we'll, we'll try. We'll try some stuff. I'll actually have to set it up beforehand. So depending on what we do tomorrow, 
in the rest of this week, we can try some stuff out and see. And then Thursday, I have a friend coming in um, and she's staying through Sunday. Um, one of my Nipopo friends, she was with me through Silver and Gold School. Uh, she's up in New Jersey. Her name's Elaine and she's coming down um, to see how we've incorporated Nipopo into what we do, into everything that we do. And we have a full house for her to see. <laughs> we just got two more in for boarding today. So that's super. It's super great. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Talked about my meds, talked about the apprentice program, talked about the public access test, talking about the group class stuff, which is awesome. Group class. And it's all for hope. So that makes me super stoked. But I've got to get going because I am not feeling great. Pam, you just set up the time. That's perfect, Jackie. I'm not feeling great. Um, I've been wonky on and off today. So I am going to sign off. Um, and I hate saying, telling people I don't feel great because they're like, oh, do you have the flu? And I'm like, no, it's, <laughs> what is it? Chronic illness. <laughs> it's my disability kicking in. Um, so I have to go lie down for a little bit. Um, naps fix everything. A nap, tea, and a cold wet washcloth. Those will fix any problem that you have, including when you break your arm, if you ask my mother, because whenever I was, I think six or seven, I broke my arm and I came in holding it. And she's like, here's a cold wet washcloth, go lie down on the couch. And I lay down and I fell asleep and she'd move the washcloth and my, it wasn't through the skin, right? Like it was not through the skin and bloody, but like there was this giant bump. And she said, she felt like the worst mom ever. And they got me and took me to the hospital and, and had it set. Cause that's whenever they set it there, I believe. Um, but yeah, so cold wet washcloth did not cure a broken arm and a dog. Yeah. Dogs. So have a great day. Um, and feel better. Thank you guys. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Let me know what your thoughts are with the public access test, with the apprenticeship program, with the group class people. Um, because this is something I want to get hope out there. I want hope to be the one, right? And there's a lot of service dog organizations. I want hope to be the best. Okay. Maybe not the biggest, but I want it to be the best out there with the most support and the best dogs. Okay. See you next week, guys. Don't forget to give us that five-star rating for our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to tell your friends.